Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. Hello everyone, welcome to Project Discovery, presented by Collective Shift. I'm Nathan, and this is our weekly recap of the best crypto and NFT projects that our research team found last week. We do this video report and written report five days a week for our pro members over at CollectiveShift.io, so head over there for more information about that. Today's video should be about 10-20 minutes on the best projects that we found. We'll go high level over them, and we'll fly right through them. Let's get into it. First up today is Contrib. Contrib is a DAO contribution and experience platform validated on-chain, so they're validating our on-chain contribution to different DAOs. They say they're an ETH Lisbon winner and holder of Le Blade de Meta Cartel, which I think is probably a pretty illustrious thing. Now, if their website's pretty simplistic, it's just really a landing page to check out the dev post, check out the Twitter, how it started. They got a bit of lore. But if we come down to December 17th, 2021, they did give us a little bit of a hint at what they're building. They want to help us do clear overview of tasks and token flows within a DAO. Definitely need that. They've got looks like nice user interface, user experience, and then here are the different features that they want to initiate with us. It's hard to see on screen, I know, so let me just read out the six of them. Retroactive funding, task upvoting, visualizing token flows and allocations, standard bounties, so a system for standard bounties, modular task creation, and then also the the ability to create tasks from Discord. So really enabling Discord um, and then also create a Discord to help us run our DAO and then also creating a suite of tools and products around our DAO to help automate task flow and incentivization. Oh, good. We do have a bit of a, a larger website nowadays. Excuse me for that. Here we is. We could connect our wallet. We could, giving us access to next level coordination where we know every DAO is unique. Very, very cool. DAO flexibility, turning members into contributors. Here are the six different um, features that I just mentioned on uh, a couple of seconds ago. They want to help make DAOs organized. Very, very cool. And their use cases right now are Rome DAO, DX DAO, Orakuru, and Mate. And that's Contrib. Next up is Bonfire, also related to Web3 communities. This is a platform building powerful tools to engage your Web3 community. They joined in December 2021 onto Twitter. This is a place where we could create a custom Web3 native home powered by your social tokens and NFTs. I've said this for a while that I think a lot of DAOs, a lot of NFT collections, Web3 communities are looking for any place to go to other than Discord. Everyone's scrounging to get off Discord and find the new next best solution that has all the features we want from Discord, but Web3 enabled, decentralized, um, and obviously Discord's great, but Discord, in my opinion, is having their moment in the sun right now. And in 2022, 2023, we will see new discords come up. So not saying that Bonfire is trying to be a new discord, but creating a custom Web3 native home outside of discord would be something new for all of these different DAOs and NFT collections. So they've got a very cool little mock-up here to build a home for us, powered by social tokens and NFTs, no code, bring your own tokens, connect your own subdomains. Yes, please. We could embed content, embed NFTs 
do a treasury, do token info, different blocks that we would have on our web page. And it looks like they're working with Ethereum and Polygon's coming soon. Very, very cool. And they're hiring. Let me guess. There they are. There's the team, Melissa and Matt. Awesome. Melissa was ex-engineering at Coinbase. Matt was ex-product at Uber, both from Duke. Very, very cool. Good for them. Looks like they're looking for a full-stack engineer and a Solidity engineer. Who isn't? Great. That's Bonfire. Next up is Premium. We have an upgrade button for Web3 that saves you thousands of dollars in deals. This is designed by Super Rare alumni and Rabbit Hole former employees. Coming in 2022, if I go to their website, their website's just a medium article, or excuse me, a Notion page. Premium's goal is to build the first universal upgrade button for Web3 platforms and communities. They believe they want to help simplify research and make day-to-day -day activities for a community more secure. They call themselves a product pre-DAO, founded by Phil and Zach, formerly of SuperRare, and John, formerly of Rabbit Hole. We could sign up for early access. And that's premium. Here is Bento. Bento, we've got another pre-launch organization uh, in a fun and simple way to discover and store NFTs. If we scroll down to Bento's um, little teaser, it's giving us the ability on a mobile application to swipe right and swipe left on NFTs. And we haven't really seen this social um, mechanic or this social kind of functionality with NFTs before. So this is kind of cool, giving us the ability to swipe left and swipe right. Hopefully then building a user profile for what type of NFTs we like. And that's just, looks like that's probably the main application of Bento at the moment. Um, but overall, they're a fun and simple way to discover and store NFTs. No website, doesn't look like. And they've got about 156 members in their Discord, so still early days. Next up is REITDAO, R-E-I-T for Real Estate Investment Trust. In this case, they're doing a DAO, and their Real Estate Investment Trust, quote-unquote, is going to be for Metaverse Land. So they say Metaverse Land is way too expensive. They're here to change that. ReitDAO is a multi-chain Metaverse Land investment DAO. And Metaverse Land isn't cheap anymore. Um, I think it's about 10 or 15 grand to buy a plot of land into Centraland. They're going to fork OHM. They're going to have a REIT token coming in February, and all of this is going to be done on the Avalanche network. If we check out their Medium page, hopefully we can learn a bit more. Solving the inaccessibility problem of Metaverse Land. Yeah, sandbox land is 14 grand. Decentraland's land is 13 grand. Quite expensive. So they're thinking about building things like rental agreements to generate lease income, lending through various financial inst instruments, billboard revenue, so advertising, digital real estate marketplace priced into our token to their tokens, and also event hosting, NFT museum royalties, and more. Cool. So they launched in very early January. The REITDAO, a Metaverse Land Investment DAO. One of the bigger DeFi um, discoveries, creations this week was the Squeeth token or Squared ETH. Here is an introduction to it, introducing the Squeeth Primer, a guide to understanding Opines, implementation, implementation of Squeeth, and its various use cases. So 
the Opine research team, who they create options and derivative products in DeFi on Ethereum. Um, they got together, it seems like, and created a new financial derivative called Squeeth, and Squeeth stands for squared ETH. Now, this medium article gets very technical very, very quickly, um, so I won't get into the technicalities of it, but they do do a nice little TLDR at the top. Mechanism-wise, Squeeth functions similar to a perpetual swap, tracking the index of ETH squared rather than just ETH. It provides global options like exposure without the need for either strikes or expiries, effectively consolidating much of the options market liquidity into a single ERC-20 token. Very cool. So we've got tokens, sweet tokens that are now tracking the index of ETH squared rather than ETH. So Squeeth is the first power perpetual and gives traders perpetual exposure to ETH squared. So I'll stop there, but 25-minute read here from Wade and the Opine team around that new derivative called Squeeth or squared ETH. Next up is Friends. Good morning. They're building a Web3 open source place for us and our friends. It all starts with the friends page. I went on here. It has limited functionality at the moment, but what we would do is connect our wallet, pick our profile, pick our ETH name or our username, and then also write a little bio about ourselves. So that's actually, I think, about it at the moment, unfortunately. But we can be early. Um, looks like they said hello on this. They wrote their Mirror article on December, or late December 2021. And yes, people want more mock-ups and more development. So that's, a, that's about it right now. How many people do we have on Twitter? Or excuse me, we have about 150 followers on Twitter. They joined in November, and then we only have 120 people in Discord. So very early days for friends. They're still building out their community and their platform. Moving on to Open Mountain Dow. They're redefining what it means to be a modern ski resort. Discord's coming soon, but similar to what we're seeing other DAOs do in in terms of tokenizing real world assets, I believe that Open Dow wants to tokenize a ski resort mountain. So this could certainly work somewhere in the world. Uh, where a mountain is potentially struggling or just doing fine or potentially doing well, as I guess. Um, and then a decentralized community comes in and purchases that mountain and operates it. Um, and we'll see how that goes. We will see, we'll see in 2022, 2023, the beginnings and the startings of a lot of decentralized ownership of either large scale or um, expensive assets and operations. Moving on to consumer DAO, they're a quasi DAO for now, and if they're at consumerdao.xyz, they're a community of consumer founders, investors, and enthusiasts passionate about bridging consumer and Web three. So I assume this means consumer commerce. They've got a vision paper up on mirror.xyz. Season tickets, see, uh, tickets for season one have already all been claimed. So we would need to stay connected and join the waitlist for season two. And did I see OpenSea? I'm going to check their OpenSea 
which they have 49 items out for ConsumerDAO, but none are actually open to buy at the moment. So we do have tickets available. And then we also have their DAO that got started, or their first article was on December 21st, 2021. Talks about getting a wallet, receiving the NFT if you were lucky enough to get one, joining the Discord, and then connecting your wallet to Discord through collab.land, and you're in. So it doesn't really tell us much. We know all about how to do that. And then here it is. Here is Welcome to ConsumerDAO. So they talk about all of the different things that ConsumerDAO is going to be doing, all the problems with consumer commerce, it looks like, and the possibilities that NFT brings. But yes, they want to be the community that bridges consumer founders and inventors to enter Web3 through collaborative learning and mutual support. So if you're into consumerism, consumer commerce, um, then probably a good idea to potentially get one of these tickets once they are available to join the community. And that's ConsumerDAO. Moving on to Iron Bank. Iron Bank, when did they launch themselves? January 11th, so about seven days ago. They are launching Iron Bank, where protocol fees will accrue to the VE, or voting escrowed Iron Bank token. And then if we check out the website, the website just is a landing page at the moment. But we could also go to their Medium article, which was launched six days ago. It talks about the IB tokenomics that they're launching. Currently, we could go to the... <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Currently, we could go to Wire and Finance and check out the services of Iron Bank there, where we could lend and borrow assets. It looks like that the Iron Bank page here is going to be taken from Wire and Finance, given its own platform, which we saw at ib.xyz and then it's also going to be given its own token as well so it looks like wire and finance is breaking out the iron bank it's going to be its own thing it's going to be accruing or it's going to be the ib token um, and then they're going to incorporate protocol owned liquidity so DeFi 2.0 strategies they're going to be ve33 and this is all related to andre cronier's ve33 token model that i believe they are launching in january sometime so probably one of the biggest stories this week, Iron Bank getting its own token, getting its own platform, breaking away from wire and finance, which is all good. I think it's great for both. And then what does Iron Bank do? Offers a simple way to get exposure to new tokens. Borrow using your crypto as collateral without having to sell. Great. Next up, Next up, next up is Diffusion Finance. This is the Evmos AMM. Evmos is a new, what, I think it's layer two, um, a new smart contract platform, and they have their first AMM. It's going to be Uniswap V2 fork coming to Evmos. Evmos is on Cosmos. Actually, let's check out Evmos. The next generation Ethereum virtual machine hub on Cosmos. So extremely early days on Evmos. And whenever we see a new blockchain, a new smart contract platform, we always look for a new decentralized exchange. And we found it. So they just joined in January 2022. 
One of the bigger NFT collections last week that was released was Azuki. Azuki is a brand for the metaverse built by the community. We'll check out the OpenSea. We'll check out the website. Um, and before we get in there, it seems more and more that these avatar collections of 10,000 or these generative collections of 10,000 whatever um, are really just the first footsteps of an organization or a project into the digital age. And the avatar project's never the be-all, end-all of the actual, you know, um, or it's not never, but increasingly the avatar project's not the end game. That is just the initial steps into creating a metaverse or creating a community in the digital age or a, a brand in the digital age. In this case, we're still unrevealed and the prices are quite high at 2.64 ETH. Um, and activity, I think, has been pretty solid. Yeah, it's been above 2 ETH for the last five, six days. Um, and what Azuki's doing is they're creating a fashion brand and they're creating a media brand, a digital brand, um, and it looks like it's going to be related to streetwear fashion. So here are their little streetwear fashion people, their little avatars um, that are going to be the first ownership items, it looks like, within this collection. I want to go straight over to the mind map which shows the roadmap. They talk about things like community in terms of empowering creatives. They want to build in the metaverse, building Azuki 3D um, avatars for sandboxed essentially and crypto voxels. So you can take your Azuki character in there with a 3D model. They want to explore games, digital drips, so wearables, they, of course, being a fashion brand, want to do streetwear in real life events, physical collectibles. They want to potentially get into the record label business. Then, of course, they want to be a bridge. They want to be a bridge between the real life and the digital world. They want to have metagames, an interactive brand, RPG anime, where the community owns their characters. Very cool. And then they also have some seedlings like having a bean token partnerships, and then they will be building a DAO, which is pretty standard for, for most of you. You're really, really good NFT collections. So that's it for now with Azuki, but really hot launch, and then um, they're already priced quite high. Here's a tool. Next up is a tool called NFT Scan. So just like we have Etherscan um, and other blockchain explorers for various blockchains, looks like we're getting NFT scan, which will be focused on exploring the blockchain for NFT transactions and ERC721 token transactions in, in particular. Didn't see a Twitter. Oh, we do have a Twitter. Awesome. Here's their Twitter, NFT scan, the professional NFT explorer and data analysis platform. They've got nftscan.com, developer.nftscan.com, and we'll check out both. Here's the normal website. We could check out newest NFTs. Like, let's click into Secret Frog. And then NFT Scan will come up with um, a collections page with all the information about Secret Frog and what's going on here. They would also have developer.nft scan, but it looks like we would have to pay for that. So, pretty cool there. We've got an NFT blockchain explorer with NFT scan. One that was launched last week was Rug Radio. Rug Radio is the first fully decentralized Web3 media company, and it's made by a cultish figure in Farouk. Farouk's an NFT collector, creator, 
in, uh, entrepreneur, quite a bit, like I mentioned, a bit of a cultish figure. Uh, got 24,000 members in his Discord, their Discord. Um, let's check out what the prices are. They've been selling membership passes and also Genesis NFTs. They sold out on January 16th. They were selling 20,000 of these bad boys. Here they are. Here's the 19,000 membership passes. They're for about 0.07 ETH. And then here are the Genesis NFTs, which there's also 19,000 of these, and these are 0.3 ETH. Oh, cool. And they're actually, they're all different. They look really good. All the different Genesis rug radio passes are inspired by different NFT collections out there, like uh, Cyberkongs, Rocks, Animetas, Oni Forces, Cryptodes. Very, very cool NFTs. So, strong start from rug radio. They've given away rugs. So your membership, your Genesis NFT is a, is a rug. Not a physical rug, but a, a NFT rug. Very cool. Now, outside of being a community and being a decentralized Web3 media company, I don't quite ha haven't quite figured out what they're doing. Um, it's not quite specific on what media products and services they'll be issuing or what they're letting their community members get access to. So do take a look and figure out what they're thinking about in terms of products and services. They do have a nifty little website as well, if I could get back to it. Uh, they do have a website. It's just not at the top of their Twitter account, unfortunately. There it is. Yep, here's their website. For the people, by the people. Cool. Next up, Next up is Citrus, cross-chain exchange. Uh, this is a platform that is allowing us to easily transfer a bunch of different assets over to Solana. They've got bridges to take Avalanche to Sol. I could take Luna to Sol, Matic to Sol. The limiting factor here with the Citrus bridge is that you do need to transfer those types of assets. So if I want to have Avalanche from the Avalanche blockchain, or tra transfer assets from the Avalanche blockchain. If I want to use Sol Citrus, or Citrus, excuse me, um, it does have to be Avalanche that I'm bridging over. If I want to get to Ethereum, it would be ETH that I'm transferring over to Sol. So I would be exiting my exposure to ETH and entering exposure into Solana. So cool website and a few different options there to get Solana tokens to Solana using other layer one blockchain and layer two blockchain uh, assets, utility tokens. Here's gold. We're back over on the Solana blockchain again. This is the shiniest fundraising tool with automated auctions on Solana. So I think we have just a landing page here for the website. But if we go to their latest tweet on January 13th, it shows that we can start an auction for a given DAO. We could, we could auction. The auction could be based on an NFT or an ERC20 token, or in this case, a Solana token. And then we would be able to give a few more parameters around our auction and run an auction. Similar, looks like, to Nounsdow um, on Solana for to fundraise our assets, which is really, really cool. Nounsdow has kind of revolutionized uh, or potentially revolutionized um, token fundraising through their one noun a day model using an auction platform. And here we're getting some of that same functionality over to Solana. And I think last of the day is Mecha Penguins. 
Mecha Penguins is 13,000. Ahmed Penguins, ready for war. They're a derivative collection from Pudgy Penguins, and I believe they're trying to capitalize on all the mayhem that's going over on at Pudgy. And I think that's about all we've got. Very, very cool hoodie with a little Mecha Penguin coming out of the side. But, um... I think we're just revealing the team. Here we go. The first member of the team to be revealed 21 hours ago is no Remorse.eth. What a legend. Software engineer from uh, Portugal. Very cool. So Mecha Penguins are coming. Um, and I think there's word that Pudgy Penguin holders may get preferential minting, but maybe I'm actually just making that up. I take that back. I have no idea if they're going to give preferential access to Pudgy Penguin holders, but it would make sense. So they just joined in January 2022. And that's it for this week. Very, very cool one this week. A lot of good, a lot of interesting projects um, that are, looks like they could be foundational for 2022. Uh, a lot of forward thinking ideas that are like building on top of ideas we've seen in 2020, 2021. So good stuff. Thank you to anyone that got this far. Really appreciate you being here. We'll be back at it next week. And remember, we do these video calls five days a week for our pro members over at collectiveshift.io. So head over there, all the links in the description. Bye for now.